You're listening to Podcast Rescue. I'm Cliff Duvenois, and this is Episode 6. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. How are you doing today? I want to ask you a really tough question. Now, this is something that I have to deal with, especially when I'm dealing with my clients. But as entrepreneurs, we have to deal with this question as well, because the answer to this question drives everything that we do in our business. So here's my question for you. Who are you talking to? Who are you doing all of this for? Your business, your, your podcast, your posting on Facebook. Who are you doing this for? I asked that question because a few days ago, uh, I had a coaching call. My client asked a question about her podcast. She captures stories from people of faith. She primarily focuses on Jews, Christians, Muslims. And her question to me was, how do I grow my audience? Well, as I'm going through and I'm asking her questions to kind of better define her business and, and what it is she wants to do, what's her goals, what's her objectives, she actually made a comment to me about how she had, was afraid that she had niched down too far. So let's put this into perspective. Over 70% of the world's population believes in some kind of higher being, whatever you choose to call it. Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, those are the top three religions in the world. So when you think about it, there are billions of people that this covers. And yet she was afraid that she had niched down too far. Now, this is something that I see quite often. The reasons that people that entrepreneurs especially don't want to niche down, they are plentiful because it boils down to one thing the fear of missing out, right? FOMO. And I remember this because when I was listening to her talk about her ideal listener avatar, she wasn't providing any specific details, nothing I could really sink my teeth into. And I had to kind of laugh to myself because it reminded me about my experience in dating. So yes, I've decided to put myself back on the market and I'm using this website called match.com. Now, the last time that I used match, I was in my early 30s. This was quite a while ago. Well, you, you fill out your profile. And when you're filling out your profile, there's a lot of questions that they ask you. And there's a ton of options. There's drop-down lists, checkboxes, whatever it is. So I would go down the page. And basically, I selected middle of the road for everything. Religion, politics, drinking, whatever. And the reason was very simple. And that was because I wanted all women to like me. Invariably, I would connect with a woman online. We would go out and during the date, all of a sudden it was like hell was released. She would see something on TV. Like, let's say there's something in the background, like a news program or something, and they would be talking about something, or maybe there would be some kind of scroller at the bottom or something like that. Anyways, she would just go into this tirade and say all these words that Sometimes I didn't even know that they existed, but second off, I can't even believe that you would talk like that when you're on a date. And of course, whatever she's railing about, I'm on the other side of the fence. I'm, I believe 180 degrees opposite of what she is spewing out of her mouth. And of course, at some point in time, she'll say the same old line and anybody who believes that crap is just stupid. 
And I'm thinking to myself, so does this mean that I'm stupid? So anyways, my dates, they didn't just wouldn't last very long. And that's pretty much all they were. They were just dates. I very rarely had anything that was long term. Now, fast forward to today, right? I've had a few decades to get a little bit smarter and get a little bit more selective in my dating career. So I go on to Match and I'm filling out my profile there and they're asking all of these questions. This time, I did not select middle of the road. And I did this and I knowing full well that I was probably going to eliminate maybe 70 to 80% of the women out there. And you know what? I was fine with that, right? I am cool with that. Why? Well, proof is in the pudding. The quality of the dates has been much higher because we agree on the basics, right? We got the same core values and the same beliefs and the conversations have been just way more pleasant. I am not spending my time at the restaurant being angry or upset because somebody is calling me a moron because I don't believe in the same things that she believes in. And I did this because obviously as time has gone by with being an entrepreneur and gaining more experience, I have learned this in business as well, that if you want to niche down, you have to grow. And that's an, an axiom that people just, for whatever reason or another, they just have to be ready to accept it. And many people aren't. But if you want to get out of your business what you want to get out of your business, i.e. what that goal is, you just have to accept that. Because when you're trying to be everything to everyone, it means you're nothing to no one. And it just that's just something that simply that can't be done. So this is another thing too that I always share with my clients as well. And this is something that I've learned, but it's only something that you experience after you have gone through it. When you niche down, actually everything becomes easier. Right? Like I was talking about before, when I go out on dates, everything now is much easier. The conversation is much easier. It flows much more naturally because we have these things in common. Same thing with business. Your marketing becomes easier. Your sales becomes easier. Why? Because you are basically speaking to one person or one type of person. You're not speaking to everyone. Now, for the client that I was talking to, right, her whole, her, her whole thing was capturing spiritual journeys that people were on and their stories to you know provide inspiration out there and I totally get that but one of the things that I pointed out to her was like you know my mom who is religious she's 86 she's at a very different stage in her spiritual journey than someone who is 21 so you know if you think about it right somebody who is 55 might be getting ready to transition into retirement the message is not going to resonate with somebody who just started off their career. They just graduated from college at 25, right? There's 30 years difference between them. So to sit there and say that, oh, well, everybody can use my product or everybody can use your solution. Everybody that's out there that you're talking about has different problems that they are dealing with in life. So here's the thing. Right? When we talk about you know, the fear of missing out, when we talk about making sure that you narrow down your message, and this is a key point that I have to explain to people over and over and over again, is that just because you're niching down does not mean that you are turning people away. It does not mean that you are excluding people from what it is that you're doing. And this was something that I heard from Brooke Castillo on her Life Coach School podcast. I love that podcast. And she admits when I was listening to her talking about marketing on her podcast, she admits wholeheartedly that all of her marketing is for women. 
Everything that she does from her online ads to her podcast to her YouTube channel, everything she does is all about targeting women. But guess what? Her message resonates with me. Her message resonates with other men that are out there. And the reason why is because I'm a huge believer in mindset. I believe that the right mindset can set people free and it can solve a whole host of problems when we start to manage our mindset and put our minds in the right direction. Now, she has a coaching program on her website. And I've gone to her website several times. I've taken a look at it. There is no banner on her webpage that says women only, men need not apply. There is no checkbox anywhere on the form that says, you know, oh, I certify that I'm a woman because only women can buy this course. Absolutely not. They ask for my name and they ask for my credit card number. That's it. Why? Because my money is just as green as everybody else's. Their marketing targets women, but their message is resonating with me. So if someone who is outside of your niche, if your message resonates with them, Ah, that's okay. They can still buy your product. They can still subscribe to your podcast. They can still do any number of things because the fact of life is that your message is going to resonate with people that are outside of your niche and that is okay, but you need your niche. You need your who to really dial in your marketing so you can speak to the very specific problems that people are having. As I said before, somebody who's at 55 has very different problems than somebody who is at 25. Now, when it comes to growing your podcast, right, how does this apply with your podcast? If people don't know that you're talking to them, they simply won't subscribe. And why is that? Because a confused mind never buys. If I'm listening to a podcast and I don't know who they're talking to or if the message is applicable to me, I will not hit that subscribe button. That's just how it works. So now the question we need to ask ourselves is, how do I niche down? If you've listened to this and you're thinking, you know what, maybe I need to niche down more, right? One of the coaches that I had uh, towards the end of 2021 actually said something that made me laugh uh, in his meeting. And he didn't think it was funny, but I thought it was funny. His whole philosophy was that you need to niche down until you have a market of one, i.e. yourself, right? That was his whole thing. So if that works for you, if that works for thinking that way, that's totally cool. Uh, because like I said before, your message is going to resonate with other people that are out there. But now for niching down, right? The best way to get started is to have a clear image in your mind of who your perfect customer or who your perfect listener is. Who is that? All right, if you're driving down the road right now, if you're working in the yard or whatever it is, just take a second, close your eyes and just envision that perfect customer. And then start asking yourself some, some basic questions. What are they doing? How do they start their day? Do they commute to work? Are they working from home? Do they have kids? Are they single? Are they married? Right? There's this whole exercise that I do with my clients when this whole topic comes up around defining the ideal customer avatar. And it just, it, it amazes me as we do this exercise and we start to bring clarity uh, to the client, I love it to see the excitement and the and, and the lights turn on behind their eyes because now they're starting to see and more importantly be able to understand that number one, creating content actually has become a lot easier. 
because they can speak to a specific pain point. They're not filtering out topics just because somebody doesn't fit in there. You know, if you're talking to a 25 year old that's looking for their very first job, you don't have to sit there and say, gee, what about the person that's retiring? They're not going to resonate with the story, so I can't share it. That is now gone. The offer that you put together for the 25 year old is going to be very different than the one that's 55 year old. So now you can really focus on making an offer, making a package, putting that out there for the 25 year old that helps them to solve their problems. If somebody's 55 years old and decides they want to buy your pocket, their package, you can. You're not going to have an age disqualifier on your website. You're going to say, oh, well, thank you very much. Here's your, you know, we'll take your money and here's the course, here's the product, your group coaching, whatever that might be. So again, and I got to put this up there, that it becomes so much easier when you have your who defined. Now, if you need help with your podcast, right, especially if you're trying to define your ideal listener or avatar, whatever it is, I highly recommend going over to podcastingwithcliff.com. And during our session, we can really dial this in. I've got a whole exercise that I walk people through that makes it very easy. And by the time all is said and done, that who is clearly defined. Once you get that who defined, everything else in your business starts to become so much easier. You don't have to struggle. And that's all I have for today. Make today a great day, my friends. I'll catch you in the next episode.